Kia ora, kia ora, kia ora. No mai hoki mai ki te tahi, ko Ivi Opahau, ko so umalo tēnei. Welcome. Hi. Huh? Hi. 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 <laughs> Hi. Hello. It's Tuesday, the 23rd of January 2024, just in case you forgot what year it was. Welcome back to the Tahi. We are here for the second week of the year of Tahi podcasts. That's you... the second week of the year because the year only started when we got back on the airways, mm. obviously. Do you feel like uh, Do you feel like you're getting the hang of it again? Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I've got no idea what I'm doing. Oh. Um, but luckily, you know, the key part of it is I just come hang out with you, which I find quite easy. You know, it is it is quite easy. We put a lot of preparation into this, but when it comes to recording time, well, that prep goes out the window. Vibe, check out. It's just all vibes. Imagine how much this would suck if you sucked. Like if you just were a dick, and I like came in here and I was just like, oh, like that would that would suck. It would be a it would be a tough time for all of us, considering we record for over an hour. Yeah, we be in here. We be in here. We do be in here, and the air conditioning's fixed today. Oh, we didn't talk about that on Thursday, but the AC was out in the studio. It is not a large studio, and it got very hot very quick. I think we oh. reached 25 and a half degrees. It was 27. Really? Yeah, because I threw a tantrum about it. Uh. Um, if you'll want to see an adult throw a tantrum, put me in a hot room. Did you um? Did you come in on Friday? Was it better on Friday? Nah, it was super hot. Oh, really? Um, And I have had an interview actually on Friday, which I will tease now for next week. I chatted to Holloway from Wellington, mm. and they are emos, bless them. Mm. And we were sweltering in here, man. Uh, I felt really bad for them. I was like, we got emos coming in, guys. We've got to turn yeah. this shit down. Yeah, yeah. No, it feels so much better today, especially considering how hot it has been the last couple of days. It is nice to have some functioning uh, air conditioning. Um, but uh, on the way... Before we get to talking about the show, we have something very special coming at you later on this year, not too far away, February, just around the bend. You want to you February wanna 13th, the day before Valentine's Day, so you're free. February 13th, we'll be doing a live podcast a live in front podcast. of an audience. R- live and direct, in front of your eyes. If you don't like saying, you can boo. Yeah, you, you know, can boo. You That's can the, boo. Yeah, you can boo. We'd, We'd prefer it booing. if you didn't, potentially. Ah, do it. <laughs> No, I want someone to boo me. That's like one of my life dreams. Is for people to boo, like, because then you know, like, they're thinking about you. Mm. Like, oh, you're worried about me. Love the way it feels to be a hater. I see. I see. I see. Yeah, head on me. Come on. <laughs> February the thirteenth at Q Theatre for Podfest. We are going to be there. We'll have more details for you on how you can get tickets and get along, and some more of the special guests that we might have lined up. Well, potentially. Uh-huh. Oh, allegedly, oh, famous people. Oh, um, so yeah, make sure you keep an ear and an eye out. And follow us on social media to make sure you stay up to date with that. But coming up on the show today, we have uh, a lot. There was a big weekend. Yeah, it was a very important weekend, especially within Maori relations. Uh, we have the illustrious Alice Stewart joining us shortly uh, to talk to all about the Huia Iwi, uh, as well as. Uh, what else do we have on the agenda? <laughs> I'm forgetting. Um, and we're also looking at uh, the people kicking off buttons in Dunedin. What oh, a great yeah. sentence that was. There was there's a lot going on in Dunedin. Yeah. Not all of it great. Yeah. But hey, we love the South Island. Allegedly. I love the South Island. Oh, okay. Well, that makes one of us. Um, anyway, hey, kicking things off. Let's get into the show. Hi guys, it's me, Waimidi Dangi, and I'm with one of my honestly favourite people to talk to because... 
it might not be a healthy thing, but we agree on so many things. I'm with yeah. Alice Stewart. <laughs> Tell Māori long-form journalist for the RNZ In-Depth team. Kia ora, Ella. How are you? Oh, good. You good. had a big weekend. Yeah. yeah. I'm a bit tired. <laughs> not like... <laughs> a, a real, like, yeah, a big weekend in terms of, like, Ella went along to a historic event. Mm. People may have seen it. I don't know if how you might have missed it. It was huge. Over 10,000 people arrived at Tūranga Waiwai Marae in Ngāruawahia for the Hui A Mutu, mm. and you got to go to it. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, I woke up at 5.30am on Saturday morning, which is obviously too early to wake up any day. Especially the Especially Saturday, Especially a Saturday, though. right? Yeah. And then got ready and jumped in the car, left at 6.30, and then got to Ngāruawahia at 7.30. Um, yeah, and they they'd asked basically everyone to get there at eight a.m. for the port to start at nine. You got to have the hui hey. in the car park, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To plan, you know, Who's all the doing things. What? Yeah, right. I rock up, so thousands of people. Very stressful <laughs> to navigate because I'm holding like a camera bag, uh, laptop bag, like my microphones, and I'm like, and I I don't look like a very nice person because I'm like pushing through. <laughs> all these people, and to they're get like, to, like the media yeah, there are all these aunties, and they're looking at me, yeah, yeah. and I'm like. I don't have mine. Yeah, like, I'm just trying to get yeah, through. Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm like with the media, and then yeah. you look like more of a dick. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. But that's no. fine. But yeah, so I turned up and and got ready to cover this huge event. Yeah, which was just insane. They were expecting about seven thousand people, right? That's yeah. how much they catered. So for. they had catered for seven thousand lunches, okay. um, despite. You know, like on the, there was an app that people registered through. Obviously, none of yeah. the like old Komatua registered on the app you know no, they're not on the apps they give a call yeah, yeah they're the giving a call right them, they're yeah. just rocking up um <laughs> so there were like around four thousand people that had registered online and then they'd catered for seven thousand yeah and then yeah wow ten thousand people showed up <sighs> and just crazy for people who might not be mm. aware of actually what this big gathering was about I, what was it and why were people so many people showing up yeah it? yeah so back in december last year um kingi tuhetia from the kingitanga um from waikato tainui called a hui to kind of unify the nation this was in response to um kind of widespread widespread pro, uh, protests that were happening at that time against what people were saying was kind of anti-maori and divisive policy from the new government yeah. um that we saw um, sworn in at the end of last year after the election and so kind of Kingi Tihetia put out um, what's called Te Pakeo Matariki which is the highest form of royal pro- proclamation Wow They haven't done this since for 10 years they haven't done it since 2012 he issued a similar thing calling people together over a debate over water rights so basically he did that in December and the call was heard and yeah. iwi Māori hapu Māori whānau Māori from all across the motu mm. turned up at 8am earlier, later, on Saturday, to Tūranga Waiwai to kind of be welcomed onto the marae for this pōhiri and then to have these quite big discussions about um, the role of te tiriti o waitangi and also yeah. the, the um, te reo Māori usage um, yeah. that, you know, all these policies that the government is kind of bringing in, um, people see as, yeah, really anti-Māori and so yeah. that's why people came together. Yeah, and so you, yes, like you said, you arrive, mm. you have to like shimmy your way to the front. Uh-huh. And so run me through like, because I've seen some, by the way, if you want to see some of the beautiful photos that Ella, Ella, Ella has taken, they're up on rnz.co.nz. They're oh, so thanks. stunning. This is one thing I just want to notice <laughs> as well about being a journalist is like, 
you need to be able to be good at writing and be good at taking photos and I, videos. And Ella, I, you done, you did well. It was really tiring, you know. But my shoulder was sore from holding the camera. I don't enough. know how they do it. Do you, are you still aching a bit? Uh, you yeah. recovered. Okay. Yeah, getting old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you get there and the poor hoodie, the first thing that takes place yeah. is the poor hoodie. Yeah, so I was like waiting for it to start and it was kind of this airy feeling right mm. in the air and there, as it always is before a pōhiri you know when you're being welcomed on or when you're hokainga you're waiting for the kaikaranga to start start when that person steps under the waharoa and the kaikaranga sees it from the hokainga they start this beautiful karanga mm-hmm. right a, a call and it's insane the the tonality and you know it gives you shivers and it's supposed to yep. it's supposed to stand um up your the hairs on your arms and on the back of your neck yeah. and it was crazy um, because not only did the hokainga have one kaikaranga, they had so many, like yeah. 10, 20, wow. standing in a line, all these wahine, Māori, with blue kind of scar. Um, oh, I saw those photos. Uh, and yeah. they were all holding ferns. Yeah. And they just started doing their karanga as people walked through, and they had to open all of the gates. So as we know with a pōhiri, normally people just walk through one entrance, There's one right? entrance, yeah. Yeah, they opened all of them to wow. get everyone in, right? Yeah, yeah. And oh, the yeah. karanga lasted for, I'd say, 15 minutes. I've never witnessed anything like that. Like, Neither the have most I. I've seen is maybe four kai karanga. Do, that's probably yeah, the most I. seen. Yeah. I've never seen that many, and I imagine it would have been like, yeah, like a totally new experience mm. for some people. Um, for a lot, actually, because yeah, that was such a huge totally, event. Totally, totally. Yeah, I can. I already have heard some stories of them weaving, they're cutting it into each yeah. other. It was making quite a few people teary. Yeah, because you have the people on the Manuhiri side as well, and all these wahine Māori who are walking onto the marae, all doing karanga back, right? Yeah. And that's also insane. Yeah. And you're just standing there, and we were really close to the front, and hearing all these voices interlinking and interlocking. Yeah. It was... Yeah, I mean, the, the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Yeah, yeah. The wide world was strong. Yeah. And it's such a historic event, and I think it was really meaningful to a lot of Māori to be there. They saw it as really significant. Lots of people, uh, you know, re- regard Kingitaitia a lot, and so um, people also see it as special and royal and all of those things. Yeah. Magical. Um, and so the porphyry takes place, and I, then was it during or after the porphyry where they began to get the... They had multiple, like, speakers come up mm. and have a corridor. Was that afterwards? I would say that's afterwards. So what we had is we had the pōhiri, you had the um, kai kōrero on both sides, and what yep. I will note, and I thought you'd be excited by this, is that Paraune Gloin uh, okay. spoke. When I saw that you got to be there when Paraune spoke, yeah. I was like, I'm so jealous. Yeah. So I couldn't... I wasn't there that weekend. I had Fano arriving from London. So... Um, but I watched the live stream, and I was like, people get to watch him live. Like, in person. Ally gets to go watch him in person. You yeah. guys, because Paralne Gloin is, like, very well regarded. I don't know how to explain it. Very well regarded, like a master in kai yeah. like, just a lovely human. Yeah. Just awesome, and I've always wanted to see him speak live, right? Oh. And special. anyone who listens to Taring, a great podcast. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. totally. And he was there with his, like yellow coloured glasses I saw that look, looking flash he looked sharp he looked sharp <laughs> and he got up to speak and I was just like 
I love this. Yeah, and yeah. I snapped a great photo. But so we, we did the, you know, the formalities. And then basically what happened is we split into five different breakout sessions. And yeah. on those sessions, there were different panelists who'd come to kind of speak about different topics. So I think there was a topic about Matauranga, Rangatahi, which we'll talk about more. Yes. Um, national unity, people and well-being, and tetiriti and like this sort of political environment we're yeah. in right now. Those got split up and there were speakers on each of those panels. And people basically came and listened and there was an opportunity to ask questions and those weren't like they weren't open to media in the way that you know I I couldn't quote people but I went along and listened anyway um, which was really interesting and then after that um, basically all of the panelists came together and kind of they what they call as a plenary and they reported back and so you could sit there and listen to what like happened in each of the panel. Yeah, a right. summary. Yeah. A summary, yeah. Is that what plenary? I think so. <laughs> I'd never heard the word plenary before. Yeah. I felt a, bit, <laughs> felt a bit naive, but you know. But yeah, so they came back and reported back and um, it was really interesting to hear some of the things they were saying. Yeah. yeah. We're a take-home thing for... Because I know Rangatahi was a priority on the day. It was. Kingi Tuhetia thanked Rangatahi for being there because Aye. Rangatahi are important in Te Ao Māori because they are seen as like leaders of tomorrow. And so, I, yeah, were there any key messages there that you, for, specifically for Rangatahi? Yeah, so there were two speakers actually right after the Pohiri, um, two Rangatahi who got up to speak. I saw them too. Yeah. Um, and, and they I got up impressed. and it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Just incredible, you know, really young to so get up well in front of 10,000 people yeah. there, right? And then everyone who's watching online, like yourself, yeah. speaking about what they see as important, what they see as being Māori and what they see as central to how we move forward. Yeah. Um, which was just, it was incredible to watch. They were so passionate. And that's the thing yeah. with rangatahi. They're passionate. We are passionate people. Yeah, kapai. <laughs> kapai. Always passionate about... Um, you know everything that's going on and always happy to voice opinions which is really special and um, I think what was really interesting is when they fed back they talked about how we should as Māori should be being not being reactive Mm -hmm. should be being proactive so they actually kind of bridged the idea of having a hui motu like this every three years despite the government so they were like we shouldn't wait for things to happen to be reactive we should be being proactive which is just really interesting and a really interesting kaupapa the other thing they said was to use social media right because so all of us are versed in social media as rangatahi and I think from from what I remember is the panellists together, I think there were three or four of them, they all have a combined following of like 200,000. Wow. And they can really spread, spread messages through yeah. those platforms. So they said that, you know, um, as rangatahi Māori and as iwi Māori, they should be spreading those messages via social media, which was really interesting. And I yeah. think it's definitely the way forward for rangatahi and for iwi Māori. We'll see a lot more of that. Um, and we have seen a lot more of that Um in the lead up to the election, but also post election, with um, you know how people are making their voices heard. Yeah, yeah. And so this, so this hui has finished. Mm. What is the next step? I've, there's corridor around. There's like multiple of yeah, these kapai. hui going right. Yeah, tika tira. So um, the Modi gets passed next to Ratana, where it's actually arrived. So Ratana is the celebration of its founder of the birthday of its founder. Ratana is kind of like a iwi uh, like. A, a pan iwi movement it's religious right. movement yeah. um complex stuff and i actually don't know heaps about ratana but um, i don't either neither yeah. uh, um i know they're great at singing um but yeah so the Ma- the modi got put past to them and that celebration started today um oh st- 
that celebration started and then tomorrow uh that celebration started and then the kingi the kingi tanga got welcomed on today to ratana yep. along with te Pāti maori they were with them yep. tomorrow other politicians arrive and the celebration kind of continues and um ratana is widely seen as the start of the political year okay. so kind of politicians come and it's a it's a it's a place for them to give their opinions um you know it hasn't it's it's not been without controversy yeah um and then also it's a place for iwi maori to kind of also give their opinions back to them um you know last year ratana um before the election rahui papa who was a speaker on the hokainga side actually urged the then national leader christopher luxon who's our prime minister now Mm. to not be afraid of co-governance so that happened last year so it's kind of interesting to see what will happen this year conversations continue and then after that the maori gets passed to waitangi which is obviously the commemoration of the signing of te tiritiko waitangi and more conversations happen yeah Yeah. and will you be at the waitangi i will be at waitangi Yeah. yeah i'm going up on the Friday and I'm there for five or six days Wow! which is pretty amazing and Waitangi and especially up north I mean and that place holds a special it's special in many of our hearts yeah because it's really well it's historically significant and our tūpuna were there um so what happened there, yeah. yeah, what happened there, um, and and what continue and the continu- the conversations that continue to happen there are really interesting and, um, yeah, just interesting to follow. And I think people tend to forget that Waitangi, whilst it is political, it's actually not all political. It's a really whānau focused event. Um, yeah, they like this is something that's mm. non political that people love about going up to Waitangi. The watermelon, the ice cream, and the yes. watermelon up there, and the the weather's always beautiful. So beautiful. like. I have this thing called um, Magnum Moments. I've made it. I've explained it on the show before. Basically, when I eat something yum and I'm like fully toe and content, (laughs) I call it a Magnum Moment because one day I was eating a Magnum and I was like, I feel so... And when I get those watermelon... Mm. I haven't got them up in Waitangi yet. I've only had them Mm. at different festivals. Yeah, totally. Matatini. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That is my Magnum Moment. I'm like, oh... Mm. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what happens. Like, people, they close the bridge... And people are like jumping, doing manus like yep. off the bridge all day. There are like tenoranga teratanga flags. It's very fano. There's singing. It's it's a festival. On yeah, it, day. it is a festival. And people tend, I think, the mainstream media um tend to get caught up in the pol- the politics of it all, yeah. which is significant. But um, of course, it also becomes a fano event. So yeah, yeah, I think it will be really interesting to see what happens the with the Modi being passed on and the conversations that will continue amongst iwi Maori and also with politicians around um. The the, yeah, the the place of Titiriti o Waitangi and um Te Reo Māori usage going forward. Yeah. yeah, yeah, big few weeks coming up. Totally. You can keep up to date and find out more on our website rnz.co.nz. Thank you so much, Ella. You're so like like I said, one of my favourite people to talk to. <laughs> the conversation <laughs> just flows. But it's yeah, good. thank you for coming in and oh, chatting thanks. with us. So I didn't know this. Apparently, this happened like last year or the year before. But it is the funniest thing, and we are talking about Dunedin, somewhere in the South Island that people allegedly come from, and Harry allegedly really likes. It's allegedly a place. Allegedly is, I don't know how anyone likes the South Island, but that's just me. I love me. it. I love it's just it. just me. I also, I've been to, actually, Dunedin is a real place. I've been there. You've been, I've been there too. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I wouldn't live there, but I liked, <laughs> I liked visiting it. Beautiful, beautiful churches. Um... <laughs> Uh, and uh, Dunedin had a problem. Their cross sign buttons, the cross street, what's the what's crossing, the word? Crossing. crossing buttons. You know the button you press, and then the road allows you to step on it. And it beeps. Yeah. 
apparently a bunch of kids kept kicking them to yeah. turn them on, <laughs> which is hilarious because I get it. I too would love to kick across. Like they just they they look prime for the kicking. <laughs> thing is like i'd be kicking them mm. like <laughs> to this day i'm like booting them yeah apparently people were doing it so much in Dunedin that they kept breaking so i don't know if we need to send down the mma to Dunedin or something like that some great kicks going on a lot of buttons got broken so apparently they started putting up these metal bars that go over the sign so that kids couldn't keep kicking them and it is exclusive to Dunedin. That's so funny. We had to design infrastructure around this one city because of the inhabitants being absolute just degenerates kicking these things. I've actually been clued up a bit on some Dunedin slang recently mm. as I um, have made a work friend who... I Maybe he lived there. I don't know what she asked. But um, those would be breathers who are breathers. doing yeah those would be breathers who, okay who are booting them nice um that is a great name for i them. know the slang don't worry um dunedin does sometimes just feel like a big frat house though it can yeah. like all the different like the flats being like oh if you live in this area and you're second year it's like embarrassing and there's like a competition for the best party like mm. it's it's giving like um what do they call it in America with the rush stuff, um, sorority vibes. Oh, yeah. Frat yeah, yeah. sorority. It's giving that energy. So, I mean, mm. you know, kicking off buttons. I mean, it's got to happen, Unsupro- right? Like, it's yeah. sort of an unavoidable right. part of the culture. But I'm not going to pretend that Dunedin's the only place that has subcultures like that. Oh, Auckland yeah. does too. I mean, if you live in one neighbourhood, you're poor, and if you live in the other one, you're wealthy, and we have the we have the same division within our culture and our city lines, which you shouldn't because we're the greatest city on earth. But, you know... Moving on from that, Auckland requires special infrastructure because, like you've mentioned before, we have poo in the water. Yes, poo in the water, and everyone's a dick. Swim Safe was pretty much designed around the fact that Auckland quite consecutively has poo in the water. So, I get it. You know, we all have unique infrastructure. Is there any infrastructure unique to Wellington? Uh, Probably, but in the heart, like everything's around about, as I've mentioned before. Mm. I don't think people understand who haven't been there just listening to us. She keeps talking about the roundabouts. You don't understand how many roundabouts there are. There are not traffic lights. There are only roundabouts. There's one set of traffic lights, really, maybe like two, and people get hit there all the time because Mm. everyone's like, whoa, what are these? Like, there's no traffic lights, just roundabouts. And wasn't, um, was it Blenheim that had no traffic lights? I don't know. I know that roundabouts. I know that Pukekohe only in the last couple of years got their first set of traffic oh, lights. Shout out to Pukekohe, man. They got uh, traffic lights and a sales pizza. My favorite Huge. thing about um, Pukekohe is when people post on like flatmates wanted going looking for a central room, um, like CBD, and someone's like, "Yep, got one out in Pukekohe, four hundred a week." Those mm. are my. That's my favorite thing about it. My, that's not central, girl, and it cracks me up every time. It's not Auckland at that yeah. point. <laughs> like, well, it's question. Yeah, que- you know, I consider the city boundaries. Like, way before Pukekohe. Yeah, I mean, for me, right, not being from here, don't really know where anything is Mm. still. Don't even care to know, if I'm being totally honest. But, like, in Wellington, it's like, you've got Wellington City and then there's Wellington Region. So you're like, in Kapiti. You're like, oh, I'm not in Wellington. I'm just in Greater Mm. Wellington. So to me, it's the same. It's like Greater Auckland. Still Auckland, though. My favourite thing about the city's borders is that for years, Pukki was like, we're a part of Auckland. We are a part of Auckland. It's just a fact. 
And then when Auckland got COVID and we had to go to lockdown, they were like, why are you putting the border? We're not a part of Auckland. Oh, yeah. We're, why are you putting it in Drury? We're not a part of Auckland. We're way after Auckland. So they got what they wanted. Drury is Auckland. Yeah. Yeah. You make your bed, you sleep in it. Yeah. All right. Greatest city on earth. But if your town has unique infrastructure, we'd love to hear about it because I feel like there's more to this than we are oh, yeah. aware of. There's, there's got to be something good somewhere. Somewhere. Tell us, send us photos, whatever it may be. Our Instagram's probably the best place for that. Tahi underscore FM. Kia ora, I'm Waimirirangi, and here are your headlines. Huge turnout at Tūranga Waiwai Marae for National Hui. Up to 10,000 people packed into Tūranga Waiwai Marae and Ngarua Wahia on the weekend to respond to the call from King Itu Heitia, the Māori King, to a national hui in reaction to the government's policies on Te Reo and the Treaty of Waitangi. The event was pitched primarily for iwi to come together and map out a plan with a message of resilience and resistance. King Itu Heitia thanked thousands who attended and thousands more who watched, emphasising that the turnout was sending a strong message, not just to the government, but to nations across the globe. Pretty cool for um, Ngāpui to be there. It, people flew up from like um, Ngaitahu, like down south yeah. as well. People were coming from all over the Mosu. Yeah. It could be wrong, but is this the biggest sort of like gathering that's happened since Ihumatau? Um, I'm not, I know that at, at Tūranga Waiwai Marae, they haven't had like a gathering this big since... Tiatarangi Kahu, I believe is her name, passed away, so she was the Māori queen. Mm. And they haven't had, that was years, I was six years old, I went to that, mm. and it, they haven't had that many people at their marae since. So yeah. it's like, yeah. And I don't know if Ngāpui has turned up to anything involving the king for a long time. Really? Well, because they don't recognise. Well, yes, there's a, there's a few things that, yeah. Yeah. It gets <laughs> complex, like we'll that, just leave yeah. it at that. Like, it's a very historic hui. Um, Auckland swelters through hottest day in four years. Auckland experienced its fifth hottest day on record in the weekend, and the hottest day in four years reaching 29.7 degrees. Niwa announced the record high heat on Sunday, with parts of Wellington also experiencing their hottest day in two years as temperatures soared above 28 degrees, and the hottest location was in Masterton, which reached a whopping 33. Worst day of my life. Worst day, hated it. Like, if you have a pool, good for you. Mm. If you don't, wow. I was telling Mitty that I was boiling crayfish and cooking corn on a barbecue, and I, there was a point that came during it that I was just like, we should have just made salad. Yeah. It's a yeah. bit... It's a bit... It tasted great, but I was sweating through that meal. Yeah. I understand like, the want to make a barbe- have a barbecue in summertime, but also it's just making more heat. And standing over know? it. Mm. Ugh. Former NZ gymnast and weightlifter stars in Gladiators Reboot, Alethea Boone remembers watching American Gladiators as, as a kid and knew straight away she wanted to be one. She's now living out her childhood dream after being cast as Electra in the Network 10 production. Boone is of Samoan and Fijian descent and has represented New Zealand multiple times in gymnastics and weightlifting at the Commonwealth Games. That is so slay and I'm so excited. Yeah. Are you not entertained? <laughs> I just love, honestly, I love any show where, like, like a gladiator fighting y sort of show where the women are actually, like, ripped and buffed. Because it's like they would, like, mm. logically 
they would be. They'd be jacked, and they'd be like, and that's what I want to see. Mm. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Physical 100? Oh, I love that show. those women jacked to the tits, it was just like, yes, this is good representation. My favourite one was that super, she was like a bodybuilder, like mm. jacked ass lady, and she had the mean eyeliner every day. I, I was like, her. I wanted to be her. Like, mm. she's so cool. Anyway. Loved that show. Justin Timberlake has teased his first new music as a solo artist in almost six years. Timberlake told the crowd at a show in Tennessee on Friday, New music? Well, we didn't get dressed up for nothing, did we? This is called Selfish. The singer posted another clip to his social media page, which was captioned, Justin Timberlake presents everything I thought it was. This is believed to be the title of a new album. And Timberlake's last album, Man of the Woods, was released almost six years ago in Feb 2018. I mean... I've got some I got some tea and some backstory on this. Um, he was supposed to release new music with like NSYNC and himself more like a little while ago, but the Britney Spears book sort of threw the whole thing off because everyone was real mad at him for like a bit. But I feel like as someone who loved Justin Timberlake my entire life, um, up until semi recently, I don't know, man. I feel like you can't top rock your body, so maybe just don't try. Thoughts? I, I really enjoyed the Jay-Z stuff that he did. Um, oh, yeah, that was great as well. That was his last suit and tie, that album. Yeah, that was I think good. That, was that, last, that was good. Yeah, that would, to me, that would be the last significant Justin Timberlake. So I'd like to see, because I love good music, I'd like him to make some good music, but we'll have to wait and see. Mm. Not all artists age well, especially not in the pop scene. Mm. I feel like there's a time for a lot of pop musicians where they're just, it stops being... you got to reinvent or... or not like mm. she has reinvented how many times and she's still killing it. He is, um, he is getting a bit, a bit old now. He's getting on, man. Wife, just be an actor, just leave it at that. We'd be fine with that. Justin Timberlake is not a bad actor. Tongue and Heritage on the big screen at Fame's Sundance Fis- Film Festival. I want to read that as like Sundance. 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 Yeah. Um, a short film exploring a young woman's journey to reconnect with her Tongan heritage premiered this weekend at Sundance Festival in the United States. With more than 17,000 applications this year, Sundance is one of the most prolific film festivals in the world. The film Lea Tupuana, Mother Tongue, was written by Luciani Buchanan, an accomplished Kiwi actor who is already known in the hit Netflix show The Night Agent. She says the film's a story that she personally connects with. I interviewed her years ago <gasps> when you? it came out, uh, when the film, the official film first came out. Oh. Um, and she has such a beautiful story. And I know, so I actually haven't managed to see it, but I know a lot of people that went along and watched it. Um, and some friends of Fana who were on the set and like on the crew and stuff like that. It's yeah. beautiful. It is, it is a very emotional film. And I think for a lot of people who have immigrant parents who might not speak English... This one might be for you. Shout out to Luciana Buchanan. She's she's an incredible, incredible actress. And if you haven't seen, if you got Netflix, The Night Agent, she's on there. Mm. It's pretty cool singing song in on the big uh, on, oh, the, yeah. on the silver screen. Is that what on the call? Netflix screen? Yeah, on the Netflix screen. Um, yeah, beautiful to hear that there at Sundance. It's it's a it's an incredible story. I can't wait to see it. Mm. And those are all your headlines. Car pie. It's summer, you've been to festivals, you've been on road trips, you've been at parties, it's New Year's, it's this, it's that, it's a tent. And that means one thing for the ladies. We've been popping squats. Because you got to. you got to. When you got to go, you got to go. you got to go. And men, look, obviously they can just go wherever. Easy. Stand there. Who cares? Yeah. Um, which is why I always get bothered if you're like staying in a big house with your friends and there's like a man taking up the line for the toilet. You're like, go, you go out there. Yeah. Um, but for us, it's uh, slightly more admin. Yeah. 
um, to just pop a squat on the ground. And um, we're here to discuss sort of best practice yeah, yeah. for popping a squat because there's a lot of different techniques, right? There are techniques. There's also shiwis. I've never, I've never tested one out myself. I don't really know how they work, but they've been invented. So maybe it's good to keep in the side of your door. You know? <laughs> they've been invented. <laughs> Everything's fine. Now, I have some friends who have got shiwis because they go to lots of festivals and stuff. Yeah, just keep and it in, the, in your glove box. It's like a cup thing. And then it has like a little chew. A hose. Yeah, it's like a little hose. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's actually a good thing. You just keep it in the car. Yeah. Because I had a situation um, on, on Desert Road oh. um, where I really needed to pee. Like, it was, what are you going to do? I've been driving for many hours and drinking a lot of Red Bull. And like, that road's long. Loads. It's, it's a long way. And I really had to go. And there was a lot of tourists around, like, you know, stop, take photos of the mountain and yeah, all of yeah, that. Yeah. So I didn't want to stop in one of those areas because I, my technique isn't great. Okay. So I went down one of the little roads that has a million signs specifically saying not to go down the road. But I figured like, in and out a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jump out the car, pop the pants down. Yeah. Like, car doors open and a bunch of military guys come up in their little van. And they're, like, 18. Like, they're, mm. like, 18-year-old boys. And they're, like, you can't be here and I'm like actively peeing. Can they just wait for you to, like, I would be like, just wait for me to finish and then you can tell me off. Like, Yeah, I was like, just one minute. Yeah, and like Because yeah. I think when they got there, I don't think they realised that's what was happening. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, like, you got to go. And I'm like, peeing. I'm trying to think how they didn't know because I'm like, well, maybe. I was behind the door. Oh, right, right. right. Yeah, but then it would have it became quickly apparent <sighs> um, due to there being pee yeah. on the ground yeah, yeah. that was peeing there yeah it is hard for us to find a, a safe spot to spot to pop a squat that's the new slang of the day um, And but one technique I came up with just on accident when I was like a little kid is you only can do it on flat ground don't do it on a hill otherwise you're going to get mimi on your hands or feet <laughs> and so you have to basically get in like a push up position and just go on the ground like that and now your mimi's just going in one direction. It's not going to get... It doesn't get on you or anything. And it's just like a clean, easy way. It was so funny. I was just doing it in the bush one day. My mum came around the corner and she was like, what's happening over here? I'm like, I've just discovered something great. And I even taught my friends at primary school. And my mum was like, okay, that's nice. You're trying to help. But I don't want the parents calling like, um, <laughs> your daughter's trying to teach my kid like how to pee in the bush. Because they're doing push-ups and peeing. Uh, <laughs> They're like working out. I don't know what's happening. But honestly, give it a go sometime. Uh, you'll you'll see. I mean, you you need a bit of upper body strength though for it, but not for long. Just if you train up over winter. By yeah. summer, you're like ready to go. I mean, for me, it's it, there's lack of technique, and it's like, you know, trying to if you're wearing stockings. Oh gosh, gosh, yeah. that's hard. Doing it without getting any pee on your hands at all whatsoever. Wow, it's hard. It's yeah. like I struggled with um, squat toilets. And I I've tried, tried, tried my best, like absolutely tried my best when I was living overseas and I just never got it. Like yeah. I never got it to the point where there was no pee on anything. Yeah, I like, I'm trying to understand how that works. Like I don't think I'd be able to do it too. It's like quite difficult. I mean, the thing about it that's difficult isn't the actual physical squatting. It's that all around the toilet is usually not that nice. You don't want to put your hands in it or whatever, yeah. but your pants are down and you're like squatted. It's like... You kind of want to use yeah. your hands to get up, and then it's like a whole thing. Yeah. And I've done some amazing different, like, looks in public toilets if I don't want to touch the toilet and I need to go toilet. I've, it's amazing. I don't know how I get it done. It's like one pinky holding on to, like, the yeah. side of the toilet paper thing, you know? Yeah, if you're wearing... I had this dress, and I had to pull it all the way, like, up. 
to like yeah. use the public bathroom. So I'm like holding my dress up. I'm like blinded, like covering my oh, face with my dress, like one I arm here, it, one yeah. leg on the door. You're just hoping it's working out. But I still pulled it off. Could Good a man job. do that? I don't know. I don't think that they could. Shiwis, press up position. Don't drive down the roads in Desert Road that say don't go down there. I, but I know it's hard because you need to pee. I think there's literally landmines there though. So okay. it's like I could have don't peed on a landmine yeah. and died. Like that's not what we want. Um, maybe like a little container in the car. That's kind of gross. Um, maybe if it's like a black container. Yeah, well, men put some bottles in the car, don't they? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Paddy. <laughs> Absolute paddy <padu laughs> behaviour. It's Tuesday, you know what that means. New music coming at you live and direct. Fast. To the face. Catch it. <laughs> Don't miss. <laughs> Don't miss. Don't miss. <laughs> uh, new music here. Our featured artist this week, Te Kurahuya, uh, the bad mana wahine. She just released her uh, latest. EP project, uh, this one Astro Tipuna, uh, this is the latest single off of that, Galactic Manafesta. That's uh, so good! How good is that? She's really good at naming stuff. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And, and the outfits and everything, she goes hard. Yeah. And, like, Tekurahuya puts in some hearty effort into all of her music, especially all aspects of it. Yeah, man. Um, so check that out. Also in local, Will Swinton with Harmless, Ricky Reed and a surprising collab, Balu Brigada. Oh, so slay. It's so good. So slay. Like, like actually you. so slay. Revis, LSMG, Rob Lowe, Young Cuz, and Tyree Lorraine with Frontline. Big fan of Revis. Big fan of his record with Victor J. Sefo. It's great. It feels like summer. Uh, Mia Key and Ethan Jupe, who came through last week, want the goosebumps. Their single's out now. Also, New Zealand producer Nine Lives teams up with Trippy Red and Otari for Multi-Millionaire. Uh, over to Global, Evie. On Global, we've got uh, Near Archives, Crowded Rooms, but Huge. with a Z. Crowded Huge. Rooms. Uh, Blusher, Rave Angel, Lil Nas X back with Jay Christ. Controversial yet brave song. Repent yourself. It's caused a lot of like controversy around the world, but I mean, look. It goes, it goes. Uh, Janae Iko's back with Sun slash Sun. 21 Savage and Doja Cat, N H I E. Nay, is how I would. That's say how Doja it. would pronounce it too. Nay, nay. Adlib. And Kings, David Guetta, and um, Izzy Bizu all night. So Kungs, not Kings. Kungs. I was like, damn, Kings and David Guetta, that's huge. Cute. That would be a crazy collab. <laughs> no, no Kungs, David Guetta, and Izzy Bizu all night long, all on global, on the Tahi list on Spotify. You may notice, though. There is a, a reasonably dominant song, in particular, missing from these ads. There is a reason for that. I was going to add it, however... You have some strong feelings about it. I just think, okay, Ariana Grande's new song, Yes And. Um, do I think it's a bad song? No. Okay, it's catchy. Yes. Mm. And it's like, you know, whatever. But I don't like it. Mm. I don't think it's acceptable. And I personally don't even think it's appropriate. Number one, it's Vogue by Madonna. Let's oh, be let's it? BFFR. It's Vogue by Madonna. The video is Paula Abdul. Like originality was not was not giving on that day but that's okay not afraid to reference or not to reference that's not my issue my issue is to go out and her new mans 
uh, was married and had a baby in the time that they had an affair, allegedly, allegedly, we've seen them together, like it's factual. Um, and then for that to happen, for his baby mama to come out, say what happened, say how hurt she is, be like, I've spent my whole life with this man and given birth to his child and he's now run off with Ariana Grande, to then release a song and act like you're the victim and that we all just need to stop talking about it and that we're too worried about you is crazy to mm. me. Mm. It's actually, like, bizarre. Like, imagine one of your friends, someone you knew personally behaving like that, like, just destroying someone else's life and then being like, yeah, but don't bring it up because you guys are too obsessed with me. You'd mm. be like, girl, we are not friends. So why are we accepting it with Miss, Miss Grande? Girl, I don't like it. It's morally deplorable to me. Here I am on my high horse. But also, there's a pattern there, Ariana. Leaving your wife or Ariana Grande is wild. I just think that um, having, you know, she's had allegations that she's done this a lot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of timelines that I've looked at. Uh, with Big Sean, mm. that are pretty, you know, pretty damning evidence. And yeah. I just think, like, it, is it a catchy tune? Yes, but, like, I don't think that she's really proving herself as someone to look up to. And I know that's not her job. I don't want to be one of those people. But it's also just like Queen. Come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah. The song could have been like, yes, and I feel really bad about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and something. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I fell in love, <laughs> and it was kind of messed up, though. Like, that would have been whatever, but mm. being like, <laughs> you wish mm. you were me, stop talking about me. It's like, it's dark. Mm. It's actually dark. Yeah, I'm tired of Ariana Grande making pop records about really traumatic things that happen in relationships. Well, that, I, that's another point that I've got about Ariana <laughs> that I find really interesting is I hope that when um, Thank You Next came out, for example, I was like, mm. I hope they didn't make her do that. Because it's yeah, like it's how you, you sell do. records these days, right? Yeah. Like it's something like Taylor Swift and her whole thing. Oh, look at me and my public relationship. Here's a song about it. Mm. And I just was like, I hope that they haven't. I mean, a man has died. You know, yeah. I hope they haven't made her do that. Uh, but I don't think that they did now because based on her new song with the little hat. Potentially. Yeah. I mean, I liked the hat. Mm. Actually, thought the little hat looked good on her. Oh, well, credit, credit where credit's due. Credit where know. credit's due. However, you won't find it on the Tahi playlist, unfortunately, but you will find a bunch of other great songs added now to the Tahi list on Spotify. You can find links to that in our bio, or you can listen to the stream 24-7 on the website, www.tahi.fm. Check it out. So during the break, we discussed some content ideas. We were like, what are we going to talk about on the show? And you know what? Why Mirirangi said, oh, I went to this restaurant, and I had the greatest breakfast. It was so good. It's underrated. Mm -hmm. And we were like, fine, put it on the list. We're going to talk about it on the show. And now you don't... Do you, are you still comfortable to talk about it? You've had a bad experience. Uh, I'm comfortable. Yeah, I'm comfortable. Okay. Can we can we say who it is? No, it wasn't that bad, though. Denny's. Denny's. I forgot. Do they have a theme song? I can hear this thing in my head, but I don't know if it's for Denny's. And it's like, no, 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 never time. Anytime is Denny time. Yeah. Okay, Denny's. so Denny's, I see. I'm pretty yeah. sure, yeah. Um, okay, so, look. I used to go to Denny's a few, like quite a bit with my teen friends back in school. It was oh, yeah. fine. It was cheap, affordable. Get a big feed with it. Um, and then I became a working girl, and I was like, I can go to nicer, you know, I can mm. go afford a bit more bougie stuff yeah. now. Yeah. But then, over the break, I a family member of mine was like, Okay, you know what? I'm going to take you to Denny's and show you my favourite thing to get because I think Denny's is underrated. And I was like, okay, let's go do it. I go with her. I get it. 
budget breakfast you get two toasts two eggs however you want it american hash brown i love american hash browns it's like the grated potato oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and then i like to get a banana shake on the side Mm. and honestly it was so simple but so good Mm. and i ended going back three more times and i was like this is so good because in 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 how long of a time period a week a week or two a week you went to not even two you went to denny's three times four times and i got the same thing every time and it was always like so both of us will go we'll get the same thing it's like 40 bucks 20 bucks each the budget breakfast isn't even 12 dollars. it's like 11.80 or something like that true yeah so i was like this is cheap i'm Mm. enjoying it this place is underrated why don't people come here more Mm. and then that was in um that was in christchurch then I came back to Auckland and I was telling people, guys, we got to go to Denny's. Denny's mm. is so good. I'm so pumped. we got to go. I go. I won't name, like, which one it was. But it, it ended up being rated back to where people usually rate it. Ah, uh, it landed back in its... In its place. Its yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. um, yeah that my eggs were snotty. You know when you get snotty yeah. eggs? And um, my milkshake, I, I think she was trying to be nice, but... It was more more whipped cream than actual milkshake. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, so no. I was just sipping cream through the straw, and I yeah. was like, and I think she was, like, trying to be nice, like, oh, I love cream, maybe, so I'll put some extra, and yeah. Um, so, yeah, shakes up, eggs were snotty. America, the best part was, though, they gave me extra hash brown. I, d- I did like that. Okay, but right. I think my hype for it's gone. I don't think I'll go back. You're not going back? I, maybe, like, but I'm not pumped to go. Like, if someone's mm. like, let's do Denny's I might I'll try to suggest maybe somewhere else maybe but if we do it I'm not going to be mad I just like I'm not keen to go as Mm. much as I was I feel like whatever you ordered as a kid is exactly what you're going to order for the rest of your life because my Denny's order has not changed yeah that's true what do you get I'm forgetting now um, I'd know it if I saw it does it have meat on it it probably does oh yeah 100% it has meat if I open that laminated menu I know exactly where it's just it's the skillets right are pretty good. Yeah, the skillets, skillets are fat. Um, the my oh my favorite thing is um, my niece always goes to Denny's and gets the buffalo wings. I've never but tried the those. buffalo wings are just sweet and sour chicken wings. They're not buffalo wings. So whenever she went out to restaurants and that, she'd order buffalo wings, thinking that they were the same as Denny's. Have you had yeah. American buffalo wings? I actually have. It's sriracha. It's spicy as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she does not cope well. And she got violently angry one time we went out for dinner. And she got the buffalo wings, and they weren't like the ones from Denny's. Because like, they ruined, Denny's ruined her. Yeah, she was yeah. just like, these aren't buffalo wings. They're supposed to be sweet and sour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. <sighs> Miss. Yeah. <laughs> it's... I, I love Denny's though. I think it's a it's a it's a solid joint. I it has stayed consistent. That's okay. That's something mm. I like about it. It's consistent. Also, something I think you can never go wrong on if you ever are going to Denny's is getting the hot fudge cake. Oh yeah, who doesn't love a Denny's hot fudge cake? Oh, they're good. I got um, I got knocked out for the first time in a fist fight at Denny's. Okay. Yeah, I was thirteen. Really- I was with my youth leader. And, your um, youth leader was the one. No, he didn't. Not, he's not the not one. No, whoa, I was like, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. no, he didn't knock me What's out. We were, we were wrong? sitting having coffee. Um, and then uh, I would have been like 14 and then um, this fight broke out at the door and I went to because I'm just an idiot and I jumped in and then um, I slipped on a wet wind slippery sign and then I got knocked out I really expect um, so was the knockout caused by you falling to the ground as I was slipping 
I got punched in the okay, face. Okay, so it yeah. was double. Yeah, it was it was double. it was doubly bad. Yeah, Damn. and then I had to walk back into the Denny's. Did you know those guys? No. Okay. They were just like uh, they tried to fight a staff member. I remember that. I remember they were like trying yeah, to fight one of the waiters. Yeah, and I felt yeah. bad for the waiter because he was on his own. And they're getting like, come on, yeah. I feel bad for people in hospital. You're getting minimum wage, and people sometimes aren't nice to you. And you're mm. like, I just am trying to make some money. Mm. All right, that is about all the time we have for today's show. But before we go, Stanley Cups. Are you into the Stanleys? What's that? Oh. The big, the cup the things that big all, the, all the children are like obsessed with the cup. Yeah, my girlfriend, I had to buy her one. They are not cheap. I just want a drink bottle. I don't really mm, mind. Mm. I just think it's one of the, you know, like it's it's one of those things where it's like a trend that's happening, right? At least it's a water bottle. Like the trends when I was in primary school, I don't think were as sort of good for us. Mm. Like swallowing marbles. Mm. Lean against the wall, take three deep breaths, and then I'm just going to punch you in the chest yeah. and you're going to faint. Yeah. 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 Outrageous. And now we're like, oh, look at the little kids. They're getting little water bottles. Yeah. Like, Losers. Like, All right. I wouldn't mind one though. So I wanted to get me one. I'd be happy to have one. Drinking water through a straw. I went and bought a water bottle with a straw. It is a luxurious it's occasion. It's way better, It's so much. Way do you know how much? I, I have already tripled the amount of water I drink in a day. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. I've drank three of these yesterday. I can't be bothered paying that much, man. Nah, I, I just can't be Oh, no. Nah, it's a glorious experience. Nah, it's man. It's a glorious too experience. Too many layers on. Like, can't be bothered. Like, I drink enough water. Don't worry. Not going to pop a handstand? Well, or what is it? A push up. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna try. It's actually good advice. I am gonna try it. I don't know if I'm as fit as Waimarirangi, but we'll see. There's cool workouts. Yeah, love that. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun fact: Rainbow Zend is expecting over 400,000 visitors this year. Really? Yeah, that's like, a, or maybe it was 40. <laughs> Facts don't matter on this show. <laughs> Apparently, lots of people got to go to Rainbow's Inn this year. You got to be one of them. It is a great time. We take my niece. I'm trying to get my niece to trying to convince her to go there because she wants to go to Splash Planet, but I don't want to wait in queue. Oh no, Splash Planet is awesome. Splash Planet is the best. Splash Planet is top tier. It's number one. It's it, it's that girl. I know, but you just know. go during like May. No, she wants to go for her birthday. Oh, uh, when's her birthday? In a week. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it's nah, nah. busy. I as was, hell. Yeah, I was like, I'm not driving to Hastings for the day. Oh, it's fun though. I do like Hastings. Oh. I, I was born in Napier, fun facts. Oh, true. Yeah, no one knows that really. We only lived there for like a year when I was a baby. So I don't remember much, but I am from there technically. My grandfather brought all of his children over to be born in Napier so they'd have New Zealand passports and then he took them back to Samoa. Yeah, well. Yeah, smuggle them out. Yeah, that's well. Yeah. You know how it goes. So, um, okay. But yeah, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning on in. Um, of course, the live podcast, we'll have more news on that. Uh, as time chips by, I think we'll have something out by the end of the week so you can find a little bit more about that and where to get your tickets and so forth. But yeah, 13th of February at the Podfest happening down at the Q Theatre. Anything else you want to add? Um, I look way better in real life, so you should come live. And also, if you've ever commented a mean comment on any of the videos, I'm talking about all those guys from New Plymouth, come to the show. Come say it in real life. We'll, um, we'll be hosting a very special... Um, meet and uh, greet in the car park <laughs> yeah. directly afterwards <laughs> if anybody wants to beef it out. This is our I have a quarter about it. Yeah, just have a little chat. Just have a little chat, eh, uh, Anyway, thank you for tuning on in. Until we see you next time, as always, we say, so far, so far, and... Car keys.